of 50 Days of Dragon Con, the podcast that uh, says hello to Sarah. Hello! And joining me as always is, I guess, Gru. Gru's joining me. Uh, Lee is not here today. She is off, um, I don't know, living her life, doing something, I suppose, that she finds important. More important than you people. I mean, let's let's be honest. I mean, uh, she doesn't really care about you as much as I do. Really. When you think about it. But that's not true at all. Um, she is off at a wedding, I believe. And um, enjoying uh, her time off. In the meantime, uh, I have the pleasure of interviewing um, a long-running, long-time track director. A uh, person we've had on this podcast, uh lots of times. <laughs> it's been almost, almost every year, I believe. Um, and, uh, love the track. Um, it's, it's got a lot of the stuff that, uh, you know, us people over here in the States are jealous of. They speak in, uh, all the people on the show speak in funny accents, which makes them, us think that they're much more intelligent, uh, than maybe they are. And, uh, uh without further ado, joining me from the Brit track is Carol. Carol, how you doing? I'm doing great. Great. Hanging out. <laughs> Uh, as as we all are. I mean, you don't have anything to do with only uh, what is it? Um, Twenty nineteen days left as we record this. So you're not busy. You're not busy at all, right? <laughs> Just a little, you know. <laughs> and it's all volunteer. Sarah, Sarah says, "Hey, yay!" <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so Kara, tell us a little bit about uh, the track and um you know, what it is that you guys cover over there and, you know, a little bit about how you got involved in the track. Oh, that's a lot of things. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I don't so, want to do any work. Lee normally does this part of the show. <laughs> right. That's fair. Um, well, so the Brit track at Dragon Con is a room for those that are not familiar with, um, you know, what a track is. Yeah. <laughs> Dragon Con is, is there are a few. Dragon is divided into various different rooms, and then each room is run by volunteers. And um, those rooms range from large ballrooms down to um, smaller size rooms that um, we've themed. And so every theme, you know, every room pretty much has a theme of the topics of shows that they cover and the content that they cover. So we <clears throat> are the Brit Track. And we cover any products that come out of the United Kingdom um, that fall under the Dragon Con pop culture umbrella. So things from, you know, fantasy TV shows to science fiction to hard science to um, period dramas, historicals, crime, um, anything that's about the British culture in general, we kind of throw in there. We have music panels. We've got film panels. Um and just pretty much everything. So there's a long list. I think we have one of the longest lists of all the shows that 
just TV shows that we cover as well as additional content because we cover the entire United Kingdom's properties. Mm. So it's a lot to cover. Um, I've been on um, a volunteer for, this is my um, 22nd year um, as a volunteer and 18th year um, running the track. And I think I'm one of the, yeah, it was really young when I got started. When I got started, um, and I've been volunteering. Well, you're like two years old when you started, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I've I I really enjoy it. Um, I've been putting together. I have a great team. Um, best people in the world. The volunteers at Dragon Con. They're amazing friends. Amazing family. Um, and you know, I love doing it. And so we, we start planning like the day after the convention is over for the next year, mm-hmm. um, every year. Or so, um, but the Brit track is located in the Hilton for those who are curious. We're right. in gallery five, which is, um, in the bowels. Uh, <laughs> and we get to, we get to smell all the food cooking down there. <laughs> oh, really? Is yeah. It, you're that close to the, you're that close to the, the, um, the kitchen? restaurant down there. Yeah, the kitchens and the restaurant are all on that floor, so it's it's kind of interesting. But you take you go through the Hilton to the back uh, escalators, and you go down. And um, I share a wall with um, digital media, and I'm across the way from Trek Track, so we we have various different wars going on. Oh, okay, so. okay. I, I was you know I'm famous for getting lost, <laughs> not knowing where everything is. But it's right. it you're you're now where the old gaming area used to be, right? Is that is that yes. correct? Okay, see that's how I Maybe. remember it. That's how long ago, and that 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 was like five six years ago, right? That that changed long, probably even longer, longer than, that. than that. Yeah, yeah. Time has no meaning at this point. No, not when it comes to dragon. <laughs> or you know, anyway. So uh, yeah, it's, that, it's a great it's a great convention. It's a great thing to be a part of. That's cool. So so pretty much anything that's British that isn't uh, particularly covered by some other very specific thing that belongs to the track. Um, goes into into your track. Yeah, and we try to. Yeah, we cover stuff that's pretty current, um, in media or that has an anniversary. Um, you know, we we bounce around a lot. Um, with our content every year, we have some staples. Obviously, we cover Doctor Who content, Mm -hmm. so that's that's a large um chunk of our programming is Doctor Who. Um. And we also cover stuff that's anniversaries or that's really new um, and current that's that's coming across, you know. And it's great because, you know, a lot of BBC and um, Sky One products that are coming out, we're getting here. And um, be, it's being picked up for all sorts of stuff. So mm-hmm. um, that's that's what we cover. We, we have a very robust programming. We do about... 65 hours of programming over the course of all the days. That is a ridiculous amount. If you figure, okay, so there's 24 hours in a day. Technically mm-hmm. Dragon Con is what? Four days. Is that what we decide? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, eh. half of Thursday, yeah, half of Monday. I'm sorry, people. We don't count Wednesday yet. Yeah. <laughs> so roughly four days. If you count half of Thursday and half of Monday, right? So mm-hmm. um, that right there by itself would be 80, or 96, I guess is what that would be. So you've got more than two thirds. I'm doing, I'm doing math on the fly people. So, and I went to public school in Florida. So forgive me. Um, 
that, uh, yeah, you've got more. <laughs> if, if you were to line everything up back to back to back to back to back, you would cover pretty what? much. You'd only get what? Um, four hours to sleep. Pretty much. Yeah. We sleep in shifts. <laughs> there you go. So, <laughs> so you have a lot of classic, um, we'll, we'll call them classic or, or staples, I guess, uh, of your track, uh, that you do every, pretty much every year. Um, yeah. what is, uh, what are some of those things that, that people can look forward to again this year? So, um, of course we're doing the Dr. Who ball, you know, we have it every single year. It's Sunday night. Um, you know, the Dr. Who ball is crazy. It's so much fun. Sarah, no Sarah Rose. <laughs> Wednesday is not the new Friday. Yeah, Sarah Rose saying Wednesday is the new Friday. Don't accept it. Yeah. I just accepted Thursday this year. So there you go. And we'll talk about um, that in a minute too. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the Dr. Who ball is um, very big. You know, uh, at our peak in 2019, we were doing a head, we do a head count every year, just to kind of get a guesstimate of people coming in and out of the room. And we had about, you know, 8,000 people come out of in and out of our room that night in 2019. Last year, obviously our numbers were lower overall as a convention. And, um, you know, we still had a lot of people and we had to like stop the line <laughs> and tell people to wait. So you got to get in line early. It's at 10 o'clock Sunday night tentatively scheduled for uh the grand salon in the hilton which is on the the skywalk level skybridge mm. level um and it's great um dj black sunshine's coming back again he's going to be spinning again um he does a phenomenal job we play a wide variety range of music there's a ton of costuming our costume contest is announced um at midnight um, 1130, uh, the winners are. So this year we're doing our costume contest a little bit different for those of you who are participatory in our contest. Um, this year, instead of having like a single plant panel slot where people come, they get judged. And then we announce winners at the ball. Mm -hmm. Um, you can just show up and scan a QR code, submit your form and your photo of your costume. Oh, and then that way, if you know, you wear Doctor Who on Friday or you wear Doctor Who on Saturday or Thursday or whatever. Right. Um, you can at your leisure stop by, scan, submit your application with your picture. And then, um, you know, we're going to pick from the people who submit it. It will not be released online, though. You got to stop by a room. So that's the one. Ah, caveat. there you go. You got to stop by a room to come come in and grab that. You're always just trying to find ways to get people to come in. It's like that's your job or something. I know, right? <laughs> we also Febreze our room. So it always smells good. Now, now, do you Febreze it with like the smell of fish and chips or is it? I wish they had that. That is that a thing? Can I don't know. I don't know. Smell, Copyright pending. Smell, <laughs> smell of um, leather maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, maybe what is what would a pub, what does a pub smell like? Uh, um, cigars and cigar? beer and sweat. I don't know pipes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, no, but we we do Febreze our room in between every panel. It's one of our biggest compliments every year is that our room smells good. Uh, so that's it's that, that's, a, that's that's both crazy and cool. Right, delightful. I love it. Um, but yeah, Dr. Who Ball is, is probably our biggest event um, that we do. It's, it's slam packed. It's a lot of fun. We also do um, the Monty Python experience, which is an hour long panel. Um, and it's a sing along. It's 
um, skits. It, we're not just talking about Monty Python. We're actually just performing it, having people come up from the audience, perform a fish, a fish slapping dance or get in an argument um, and perform their argument sketch or whoever can uh, perform the best argument or um, the lumberjack song or something along those lines. So it's a lot of fun um, and lots of involvement with the audience, which is what we're known for as a track is it's, there's a, most of our panels are very interactive with the people who come in. We don't do a lot of presentations of information or just people up there talking. It's the audience interacts um, with us. We love that. Um, so we have things like whose light is it anyway, we're doing again for an hour long slot. Um, the um, Vogon Poetry Slam is probably one of our pop most popular panels. We came it's now I think it's in its 10th year, I think. Oh wow. of doing it and um it is hilarious. For those that don't know what Vogon poetry is, can you give a quick background? Also, uh, be sure to let us know what time what, what day and time it's tentatively. Oh, yeah, yeah, tentatively. Tentatively because y'all <laughs> People bugging me about releasing my schedule. The guests are being announced. So yeah. they need to page it. Uh, not for necessarily us, but, you know, we're working on it. Um, so, but the Vogon Poetry Slam is tenderly scheduled for the Crystal Ballroom Saturday at 10 p.m. Okay. And um, it's a really, really popular event. So it comes out of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy Universe. And if you haven't, if you're not familiar with it, if you haven't read the books or you haven't seen the TV series or the movie, um, there's a alien race called Vogons who are very bureaucratic and they like things to be in order and signed in triplicate. And they um, also have one form of art that they enjoy. They do not like any other form of art. Um, <laughs> and that is really bad poetry. So people come into the panel room and we hand them a card, an index card that has a interesting title on it <laughs> that we have come up with. For example, Ode to My Stinky Shoe or um, That Cheese I Ate Last Tuesday or something along those lines. And um, <laughs> we, we, the judges, sit up and <laughs> try to survive it. Mm-hmm. And if you, the louder the groaning and pain that you cause by your poem, <laughs> are we Vogons who are in people suits, like actually respect and appreciate. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Last year when we were doing virtual, um, we actually did a puppet performance with sock puppets. <laughs> it was not great, but it was fun. Um, so the puppets will show up <laughs> as well at that panel because people were upset that we didn't have them last year. So um, I promise we'll bring them. (laughs) (laughs) And they're already packed. So um, just things like that. It's a lot of fun. You get a chance to write a poem, perform it. And everybody laughs. And and you did mention off the air, we were doing some pre-show work because we actually do that, believe it or not. Um, You mentioned that that, that the Vogon Poetry Slam fills up pretty quickly as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. The line starts usually, um, you know, it's the Crystal Ballroom, it, which only sits maybe like f- maybe three, four hundred people. I mean, it's not very big, but um, it does fill up very, very fast. Mm-hmm. And it it's a lot of fun. You will laugh uncontrollably like it is. Just don't try to drink water while you're in there. Or, <laughs> you know, you just be mindful. <laughs> you might laugh so hard you cry. <laughs> 
Now you also mentioned something. Did we? Did you mention the Silly Walk Ministry or Silly Walks? No, nope, not yet. But oh, okay. yeah, absolutely. Silly Walks um, competition. It comes from Monty Python. We do a Silly Walks competition. Um, it is kid friendly, so for families to come, it's a lot of fun. We have um, you know a section of it that um, you know is is really really fun for just kids, and then we have the adult section and the walk, they do their silly walk down the aisle and we score it, score, hold up scorecards and um, declare, you know, first, second, third place person. And we we have live commentary going on while they perform it. And it's, it's a lot of fun, um, especially for those that are, that have little ones that want to come and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our other staple that is returning is our sing along. Oh yeah, and um, Silly Walks is tentatively scheduled for it to say that Sunday, um, four p.m. in our room, Gallery Five, um, in the Hilton, and we also again have our sing along, um, which is going to be eighties Brit <coughs> Brit pop music. Oh, okay. So, so what would that cover? Like, that would be like, um, what bands are it, in that area era? So. Um, you had to ask me. I'm not in charge of that. <laughs> Let's just, that's what Google's for, John. <laughs> Kate Bush, anyone? I mean, so, I mean, it's... it's, how, it's how many more times do you have to say, listen to Running Up the Hill again? It's a great song. It, well, I mean, yes. Yes, but, it, but uh, you know, Stranger Things may have destroyed that song. It's, I mean, it was like number one. It returned it, it, number one. That is crazy, one. right? Long. And she's an incredible human being. We actually have one of our virtual panels is on Kate Bush. And um, one Ooh. of the gen- gentlemen who did all of the props for some of her more recent videos, like the giant fish head and like things like that, he's on that panel and he talks about it. So it's really cool because he actually knows her. So um, we're, that's one of our virtual panels uh, we're going to release this year. Um but the sing-along is Sunday at 7 p.m. And it's 80s Britpop music. And it's going to be lots of fun. Um, and Rob, my assistant director, always dresses up like Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> and I dress up like a corgi. And we act ridiculous and sing and run around the room like crazy people and have no voice after it. So Now, I will tell you, I just looked up 80s Britpop bands. Okay, there you go. Wham is in there. Yes, that would be fun. Um, let's see, ELO. Okay. Um, yeah. Again, it's it's something that um, Andy and Angela, who are on our um, administrative volunteer group, mm-hmm. um, they manage and they do such a fantastic job. And I, just, it's one of the few things I just get to show up to and just be ridiculous. Right, at, right. So. I, I was, I was pointing culture clubs in there too. Um, but uh, Radiohead, Genesis, yeah, but Genesis. I, I don't. I would. I would argue Radiohead not so much Brit pop. I agree with that. <laughs> I mean, it I technically that. Google is listing it as Brit pop, but and they have been around uh, since '85. But still, I don't know. Yeah, sing, sing along with that is is a little with the Radiohead song is a little weird. Right, Duran uh, Duran. Yeah. Oh, very good point. Why is Duran Duran's not even listed on here? That, That's this, weird. this list is terrible. Aha uh-huh is listed, but isn't Aha uh-huh technically a Swedish or Norwegian band? Yeah. 
I thought. I mean, eh. we'll claim it. We'll claim it. Who can trust Google? <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah, well, I mean, listen to something. Yeah, the whole everyone singing uh, Take On Me would be pretty cool. I know, especially the slow version from that, from um, the magicians when they did. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so good. Uh, so, you know, it's going to be a sing along, it's going to be great. Um, it is a lot of fun. It's, you know, we, we really enjoy it. Everyone has just this love fest of British music. So it's, it's really great. Um, as far as, you know, our regular stuff that we do. So those staples are always there. They're going to be back. And then we have some other new, really exciting things that we're going to do as well that we're doing for the first time ever this year. And they could blow up and be awful, but. I will point out, uh, Jerry does say in the chat, uh, silly walks on Sunday would probably be better at 10 a.m. The hangovers would make the walks that much sillier. True, but I don't feel like calling, you know, 911 for like that one guy. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't go to bed and wake up to have the hangover. Uh, Motorhead, according to Jerry, should count as British pop. Okay. That's fair. I don't know. The sing along would be interesting. They have the ones that make the playlist. So uh, you you do have something new that I was very excited when we when you told me off air what it was. Want to let the rest of the crew know? Oh my god! Everyone's been bugging me for probably about five years Mm -hmm. to do this, and I um, couldn't think over every year of like how we could do it. And then finally this year we came up with a plan. And we're doing a live version of Taskmaster, which is, if you've not seen Taskmaster. Just go to YouTube. It's, it's on YouTube. No, it's, it's actually, they've released all of oh, it yeah. through YouTube. You yeah. can watch them for free the whole season. Um, and it is a panel show like 8 out of 10 cats and um, QI. However, it's also a game show. So imagine if I like to say if whose line is it anyway and minute to win it had a baby. <laughs> That's a was very very good analogy. Yeah, exactly. That's what the show is. So basically, it's all comedians get up and they do um, tasks set by the taskmaster. And um, now you know on this show they go for a weekend at the task to the taskmaster house. And they um, they record pre-record everything, and then the live show is them watching it and rating it, commenting on it, and then um, you know doing one large live perf- uh, per- competition. Mm-hmm. So yes. yeah. we're not doing that. It's not pre-recorded. We're not pre-recording anything. Instead, we have panelists. And then two extra seats that are for audience members to get up and participate mm-hmm. in the task. So um, it's going to be really fun. It's really silly. Um, make sure that you bring interesting things. <laughs> uh, it is a general audience panel. Mm-hmm. Just want to put that out there. It's general audience panel. Um, so it's not a late night pr- panel, but it is going to be. A lot of fun. Um, some of the tasks we were considering <clears throat> are are 
I don't want to tell you because if I give it away, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, 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 because it, it gives everyone an unfair advantage. Anybody that may. But you, it is a show that if you are a fan fan of British television and you have not seen, you need to go watch it because you will thank me later. It is hilarious. Um, if you love Who's Line, you will mm. absolutely love uh, the show. So, like one of them that we're not doing on the show, one of the skits from my favorite season, and it's got some really famous um, comedians on it, mm-hmm. like Noel Fielding's on it. Mm-hmm couple of other random people but uh they have to go into a room for example and they read the task and on the card it says eat as much watermelon as you can in a minute and then when they walk into the room there's a whole watermelon just sitting on a table mm-hmm. <laughs> so they have to figure out how to cut it it's like mm-hmm. one of the guys picks it up and just smashes it on the ground and starts eating it. So mm. it's it, it's just a hilarious show. We're not doing anything like that. There's like no food eating or anything like that. But um, we're going to have a little tasks here and there that are just going to be so much fun. So I'm really excited about that one. It's cool too. And, and, and you know, my, my first, when I f- first watched Taskmaster, the first episode I watched, mm-hmm. I I was like, oh, I don't like this. This guy's kind of mean. This guy's, and then I realized, and then I, I know it's silly, but then I realized, oh, it's a shtick. That's it's not yeah. really, he's not really you know, you know he's Greg, really Greg Daniels and, and Davies. Sorry, Davies I said Daniels is yeah. completely different Greg person. Davies. Yeah. Um and, and little Alex Horn. Yeah. Um but it's it, it it's it, it's a really, really um I can't I can't say how much I love that show. I mean I, I do. It's it it's it's so comfort fun. food for me too. I'll I'll re I've re watched it lots of times. Um and it's you know, it's always also the how you interpret the the uh task too so there yeah. could be ways to completely not do the task that they're intending you to do but still fulfill the requirements of the task right so that's, exactly. that's sort of the brilliance of that to see them the thought process too of, of some of the contestants like how can i get around this and then how can i not get caught if i cheat <laughs> right and i yeah Neil fielding <laughs> classically i think it was i forget which if it was in his season or if it was in the the it had to be in the season it wasn't the champion of champions um turned off the timer in the background. No, oh, no, he did. He did no, it. he did. He said, he, uh, he if it did, it was back. No, they caught him. He literally picked it up and <laughs> turned it and then put it back down while they had Alex uh, distracted. But anyway, um, really I could go on so, for hours about Taskmaster. But I know, right? It's when, really great. When is it? Because we didn't say that yet. Friday, Friday, mm-hmm. 8.30 in our track room, Gallery of Five. So it it's going to pack out. Yeah, hopefully. I was going to say that could be pretty but, full. Gonna be pretty full. I, I, you know, we're trying it out for the first year, so we're doing. So we didn't do a, a large room request for it because we didn't know how, what, you know, how, what the reception would be for it. So mm-hmm. if it does really well, then we'll put it in a large, a large room request for it next mm-hmm. year, and we'll see if it can be somewhere bigger. But it's it's gonna be a lot of fun. So that we're doing new. Um, and you know, what is it? Whatever it says. Uh, Jerry says your task properly pronouncing looks like well, a. Those- it's the city that's the longest city. I can say the last part of it. A lily go go go. That's all I can say. I cannot say the first part of it. It's a, um, which is the longest name of a s- village in the world. In the world. Yeah, it's a Welsh fil- fishing village. Apparently, and it's a real name. Um, really a real funny. village. Name. That's ridiculously long. It look actually that looks like it could be involved in Volgon poetry right there. I know, right? <laughs> uh, Pre babblefish. If we're about to speak it like, whoa, it's crazy. Uh, so, so what other things you got going on? 
Oh goodness. So um we've we're we're our new stuff, we're doing um a Ted Lasso panel. Awesome. So I know people are gonna love love that. Please come in costume for Ted Lasso. Um that panel is tentatively scheduled for Saturday at seven in Gallery of Five, our track room. And um, we're going to talk about the show. We're also, there's this weird, I don't know how it happened, but there's this weird undertone of comedic comedies this year. Don't know why. I think it's because we have a lot of um, comedy anniversaries happening mm -hmm. this year. So a lot of our programming, it's leaning, you know, towards co comedy um, just by happenstance. So, you know, we have, for example, the young ones is turning 40. Which As I mentioned earlier, favorite. that's not possible because that would mean that I'm older than 40. So, uh, you're hilarious. So the, so the Young Ones um, panel is my favorite panel, and I love that show. Um, it's amazing. And um, we're going to talk about that Saturday at 4 in our track room. Um, we also have Ab, Absolute Fabulous, Ab Fab for short, is turning um, 30, I believe. And, um, that panel is, um, we're going to do a retrospective on it and that's Friday at two 30. Um, we also have, uh, various different other anniversaries besides, you know, our comedy shows, um, that we're celebrating this year. We're doing a Paul McCartney virtual panel, um, because he's turning 80 and also with DCTV, we're doing, we recorded already a virtual panel for DCTV um, and the streaming service, which is totally worth it, y'all. It's totally worth it, especially um, all the stuff they're going to be showing on there. Um, and it's just, it's so good, especially for the people at home. There's some content for you to participate because we love our people and we miss you when you're not here and mm -hmm. we want you to be a part of it. And so um, getting the, the streaming service, you know, in my opinion, is completely worth it. Um, so we're recording an Elton John panel is going to be on there um, as well. And then um, uh, all of our stuff's being released on YouTube. We have a BritTrack YouTube. Just search for the BritTrack at DragonCon on YouTube as well as um, we'll release it through, I think, Periscope through Twitter um, as a pre-recorded panel. So I think we've got about maybe 10 different panels that we're recording just for our YouTube channel. And then we have two that'll be on DCTV. That so, is, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. It, it, that's, that's why, like, that's why I say 65 hours, but technically mm -hmm. like 10 of it's already pre-recorded. Um, <laughs> well, that's when you get to nap. Yeah. Although technically day. you don't get the nap during that time because it's already out and gone. You have no yeah, it's preset. Like <laughs> it preset. I walked away from it and then I went to the convention. So, <laughs> um, and did that. So they, they'll come out, they'll roll out slowly starting Thursday mm -hmm. and then roll into, um, a, a Monday. So every day we'll have like one or two released for the folks at home to participate. Um, and then we'll also do some online trivia questions and, interact with people through our social media just to kind of reach out and say, we're thinking of you. So oh. we're really excited um, about that. But for the live show, you know, we, we do have a ton of awesome programming. Um, I, we are doing for the first time ever um, a sports panel um, on UK football and we're calling it um, 
a beginner's guide to UK football because it's really complicated. <laughs> it, 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 it is way more complicated than it seems to be on the surface. Right. It really well, it's is. just guys kicking the ball back and forth across. Well, yeah, I think that's the actual game, but uh, right. the involvement of all the clubs and the history of the clubs and promotion and demotion and, you know, all different levels yeah. and regions and locations and who mm-hmm. they play with and and how know. they're it's it's funny you know in Ted Lasso they they do make fun of this a bit when they they ask what do, what do you guys do in America when when teams are losing no we just sort of sit around and wait for the season to end <laughs> and the, you know the, the British have a completely different way of doing it but there are also weird tournaments that occur in the middle of the season and it's yep. just. And then sometimes half the players are off playing in some other league somewhere. It's, it's a, it is, it's, a, it, it's, it's really so, fascinating. I know. And so we have a couple of our Brits coming out specifically to help explain it to us. Um, we have a few people that Arsenal. <laughs> I know there's a lot of Arsenal fans and also a Manchester United fan. So oh, this should be interesting. Wear your jerseys. Um, we'll see who shows up declare a winner <laughs> come on you spurs <laughs> i know right so we're we're really excited that's gonna be friday at 10 p.m and um i've asked uh we have a few people who you know are either um visiting from the uk or expats that are are kind of like regulars um for panelists and programming and um they're great people and um they're they're all going to be on that panel so uh, we're really excited for that for friday at 10 o'clock and um, immediately following that, appropriately, um, on Friday, is the return of a panel that I didn't think people would be upset about leaving. But the fact that it's it's coming back, guys, I heard you, um, is the return of our Curse Like a Brit panel. Oh. Which is a mature audience panel where you learn all the wonderful curse words. Um from the same guys that are doing the football panel. So it'll be. <laughs> and that's where you be. learn as a child growing up in, <laughs> in the UK, how to curse is at football, football match. Football. <laughs> so it's appropriate, right? Yeah. So I mean, it's funny because when you, sometimes when you're listening to, to especially a British broadcast, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll occasionally hear, sorry for the salty language because they just, they'll just, they do it in America. Know. It happens in America too, but they 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 mute it out okay. or they do whatever. Yeah, no, it's not so much in not so much in British football. It's whatever. Yeah, I mean it's the watershed hour, right? It's yeah. like watch at your own risk, yeah. and so it's it is it's a thing in the UK. So, um, but it's a mature audience panel. Um, it's it's very interesting. It's a lot of fun. The audience, you know, again, we have a lot of audience interaction. Um, and it's, there's a lot going on with that. So that's coming back. Um, and then we also are doing some other new stuff as well with, um, with just various different contents. Um, things like, uh, we have this one panel because people have been talking about Arthurian legend a lot mm-hmm. and, um, wanting us to do something on it. So we've heard you and we do listen and we do take feedback seriously. Um, so we're doing Arthurian legend, the sword and the plot hole. And we're looking at, um, in like various different incarnations of the Arthurian legend throughout film and television from, 
Um, you know, T.H. White's The Once and Future King, all the way to the 2021 The Green Knight film. Um, you know, Excalibur from the 80s. And um, kind of talking about f- the 500 years of this legend being around and in our, you know, consciousness. Um, so that panel is going to be really fun. And that's Saturday at 10 p.m. Um, so if you have nowhere to go Friday or Saturday night <laughs> or you want to do a panel, you can then stick around after the Arthurian legend panel and hang around with us to gossip about British Royals at, in our weird British history, Royal affairs and scandals panel, which is um, Saturday at 1130 PM. And um, we're really excited about that one, especially because we're going to toss in a couple of sing songs of songs from the TV show, horrible histories, mm-hmm. which if you've watched the ghosts UK or the American version, there is a British version that came out first, FYI. And, and, <laughs> and it's better. Actually, it's better. actually, a lot better. It's a lot better. <laughs> um, but maybe I'm a little biased. I don't know. Um, I, don't, just, I don't know if you're being biased. I, I think it's just a statement of fact. Look, I love Rose McGuire. Is that, that's her last name, right? Um, right? I think that's her name. Right? She plays, she's an eye zombie. She, they're, they're, she's, a, she's an excellent actress. Just with the 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 American version, I think that they where they they kind of messed up was with the boyfriend slash husband. Um, I just don't think I, I think that the, the British the British side all the actors are great, but but the but just the relationship seems much more believable on the British side than it does on the. the well, yeah, the and you know the other thing is that that group mm-hmm. they they're a troop, right? You know, that's in the, the British version, people yeah. don't understand is that in the British one. They're they're a troop. They're they are a troop of actors, just like Monty Python, just like Kids in the Hall. And they um, did a show called Horrible Histories before they did Ghosts UK, which mm-hmm. we're also doing a panel on Sunday at two thirty in our room. And um, they're just they're just a great group of folks. You know, as far as ghosts are concerned, I just miss some of the characters from the American version personally. So. Mm. You know, we are going to talk about that very briefly. There is an American Ghosts panel that's being done with another track. So we won't touch on it, you know, too much because we don't want to really get into the comparative wars. But, you know, it, it is it is a great show and we're really excited. There's an American iteration of it and that we've got these two panels like existing at the convention for people to come and say things like that and give their feedback and talk about their favorite characters and how much I miss Thomas in the American version. And, (laughs) you know, like, it's just, we'll get to talk about that. So, you know, it's just a, it's a love criticism fest, love fest. I don't even know what to call it, but um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So our, our content is, is really is a lot. There's a lot of it. And I I do want to mention it because I feel like I would do it a disservice because we have a ton of programming on Dr. Who and we have been mistaken as a Dr. Who track. We are not the Dr. Who track. We are the Brit track. And, um, but we do have a lot of Dr. Who programming. So we are covering the classic series of Dr. Who. Um, We have virtual content as well as live content that will be put on at the show. Um, we're going to tackle, um, the history of Dr. Who concepts and ideas that come out of, um, in the new series that people don't really have background information on. So, um, for example, things like, um, where, you know, where does, um, where does the 
sea devils come from? What's their origin? You mm-hmm. know, we had this, this special come out recently or um, just the different stories that have come around and uh, in, in come out recently. So that panel is going to be Saturday at 1130 in our room. And we will have a new series, Doctor Who panel. We are going to talk about the leaving of Jodie Whittaker and um, also the leaving, you know, of Chibnall and us getting the return of Russell T. Davies um, and our announcement of the new doctor. And um, as well as the new direction that has been buzzing around, you know, online. And we've Mm -hmm. got some really interesting actors coming into play. So we will have a new series Doctor Who panel as well to kind of speculate, talk about it, where, what direction are they going, especially after the flux arc, um, you know, what direction is that going to go in? So that's going to be Friday at five 30 in the crystal ballroom. So we'll have lots of seats and um, we hope people come out to it. But um, we also have, you know, the canon of Dr. Who we're going to talk about what makes Dr. Who canon, which is a very serious question because it's all over the place. It's all timey wimey and awesome. And um, so we don't just have the Doctor Who ball. We do have content and virtual as well as in person for Doctor Who. So it'll be really, really great. And just remember that the schedule is subject to change. As always. Um, I do want to cover a couple other things, but we do have some comments in the... You're muted. I can't hear you. Oh, hold on. Did you mute yourself? So occasionally my microphone likes to just shut off over here in this, this other... Thanks for letting me know. Michelle. Um, yeah, <laughs> which is probably the thing. I, I I always suspect it was Lee that was doing it, but since she's not here, I guess it's I guess it's just the app. The the it's the ghost. It's the yeah, ghost of Lee's spirit. It's the ghost of Lee. It. Um, so I do. I have a couple of things I want to uh, topics I want to make sure we cover. But I, there are a couple mm-hmm. of comments um, in the chat that I just want to kind of get out of the way. Which is, okay. um, first of all, Downton Abbey. Uh, yes. Any comment? Yeah, any? Downton Abbey. Okay. We're going to review the movie and talk about uh, Downton. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to give me a second while I. Oh, that's fine. Search for when it is. <laughs> uh, Downton Abbey, Saturday, 10 a.m. Got you covered. There Promise. you go, Sarah. Uh, Sean asks about Sandman. And, and before we before you quite answer that, uh, Jerry had a follow up, which was um, I know Sandman will likely fall like the land in various fantasy tracks, but are you going to do anything fun around the property? Sorry if you covered it, you missed the first 10 minutes, but we haven't covered it yet. That's fine. No, no, no. That's a valid question. So um, the beautiful thing about all things Dragon Con, especially the directors, mm-hmm. is that we love to share content and we do a lot of cross-track programming. So if you see the word cross-track listed in the description, what that means is that We've, um, we've come together in one of our track rooms and we've put humans from both, both of our tracks on the panel to discuss, you know, the various different beautiful, um, you know, topics that we share. So, um, I'm really excited that, um, urban fantasy is going to be, um, working with us for Sandman. So the way we split it up is that they're doing a panel on just the show, the show by itself. that released on Netflix recently. So they're doing that and we're doing the page to screen panel, which is talking about the comics to screen because we've been doing Uh, um, a Neil panel almost every single year Mm -hmm. for years. Um, 
probably the entire time I've been director, which is 17 years. So we've always done, Neil. he's my favorite, one of my favorite writers. So we are going to be doing that, the page to screen focus comparing comparison. So she won't be talking about that Hmm. at her panel. Um, We'll be talking at ours about the page to screen. So that is Sunday, 1 PM um, in our track room, gallery of five. Now Rob has a good uh, cross track idea for Sandman. I don't mm-hmm. sure what it goes to, but Sandman Beach Volleyball. Would that work oh for God. would that work for anybody? Uh, the liability alone would be like, I don't think we have the insurance for that. The but. sand and everyone just sort of like falls down every time he does <laughs> just disappears into the sand. Um uh, but but besides that, so you talk about the cross track. Any other cross track uh, stuff you have going on? So we work closely also with alternate in historical fiction mm-hmm. and um, Liz over there is great. She's super wonderful. They're over in the Sheridan, um, I think in Macon and Augusta. And so we're doing a few panels um, with them. Um, Sorry. Doing- <laughs> Rob says everyone would dream about it, about this. That's terrible, I mean- Rob. That's I mean, terrible. honestly, don't expect anything worse, <laughs> anything but that from Rob. But anyway, go on. That's Rob Sorry. Levy. That's, Rob that's Levy's Rob Levy. Yep. a lot of our programming. He likes yeah. to tease. So he's he's great. We love him. Um, So uh, alternate historical fiction, we're doing um, Outlander. So we have a couple of Outlander panels with them. We've got a fan, just the fan series with them panel that's in our track room um, on Friday at 5 p.m. So that's one we're doing with them. We actually do most of our cross-track programming with alternate historical fiction because our period dramas kind of bleed over. Um, like we do uh, call the midwife. They have the crown, you know, like it's just, it's a lot of different things that um, we kind of just decided that we just come together on. Um, so we're doing a gentleman Jack panel because the second season just came out. Um, and we'll be doing that in their track room on Saturday, 8 30 PM, um, in Augusta. I'll be moderating that cause that's one of my favorites. So I, I, I get to do a few here and there running around the track is a, a little bit of moderation. Um, we're doing a novels, just the novels of Outlander panel with them Sunday, 10 AM, um, on Outlander novels in Macon and, we're also doing a Bridgerton panel for, with them for my Bridgerton fans. I know there's been a lot of buzz. There's a lot of things to say. We're really excited to be a part of it with alternate historical fiction. Um, Sunday, 1130 a.m. in Augusta. Um, we have a persuasion panel that we're doing as well for us. It'll be in Gallery 7. The time's still kind of shifting around for that one. Um, but look for that. And finally, we're going to be doing with alternate historical fiction um, from Mrs. Maisel to Our Flag Means Death, The Recent Rise of Historical Comedies. So we're going to talk about all the awesome historical comedies that are out. Um, and that's Sunday at 5.30 p.m. as well. Um, that's all we're doing with them. So we're doing stuff with urban fantasy, stuff with <laughs> alternate historical fiction. We're also a doing... A lot of stuff. Yeah, we're doing a lot. Y'all, 65 hours programming. Um uh, military and science, military science fiction media. It's mm-hmm. a mouthful. Uh, we're working with Karen over there. She's so delightful. I love Karen. She's just one of the best people. And um, we're doing uh, Space 1999 is turning 45 this year 
as a show. There is another movie that has an anniversary this year that you're going to show. Yes. You mentioned to me. Spice and it, World. It, it's pretty much, oh, it's pretty much on the same level as Space 1999, right? I mean, no, they're the, it, same, they're the right? same, right? Started, what was, and so what was that again? I'm sorry. I think I might have talked over <laughs> So, uh, Space 1999 is Saturday at one o'clock in Chastain DE, but with military sci fi. But yeah, we're doing Spice Worlds because it's Spice Worlds. <laughs> There's, no, I mean, I got nothing for you other than it's Spice Worlds. We're going to show it. We have a DVD copy. We have permission. Granted, you know, we're we're uh, showing it at 7 a.m. Because that's the only time. That's the only time, time that anybody. <laughs> You'll figure out who the real fans are there. You're, now, you're, are you doing a thing I'm like. sorry. <laughs> are you doing a thing like, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, now, it's a, now it's American Sci-Fi does. Which is uh, classic sci-fi, excuse me, American classic mm-hmm. sci-fi. Joe, that's what I was trying. Where they lock right, people, right. lock people in the room, and you have to donate to leave to stop watching the the movie. I have a great idea. I mean, I should, but I feel like anyone who's showing up at seven a.m. to watch they're already being, they're already torturing themselves enough. They're already like, I'm here for this. Or or yeah, that's exactly it. It's not it's not an accident that they showed up there at seven a.m. I know. I mean, we do morning. We we start at seven a.m. on Sunday and Saturday. Wow. And, um, Most so tracks don't have, start till like nine, right? No, we're you're crazy. doing more. We always before do the much. tracks. Other tracks start. Whatever. We do. I mean, like we're more, more more before other tracks start than they do in their whole entire day. <laughs> I know. I'm because I'm crazy, but like, uh, we we have so much to cover that it's just so hard. It says do a Spice Word parody theater bit where all the Spice Girls are characters from Dune. Oh, yeah! Somebody accidentally shows up to it know. thinking it's Dune. Oh, this is the this is the second second half of Dune. It's called Spice World. Oh my god! I don't know if my if my Caro Saturday ten a.m. or seven a.m. brain could function to support that. But I like the idea. Uh, the idea uh, from Brandon is donate to charity Nerdy. to claim your spice name. Nerdy Spice. Oh, that's an awesome idea. Let's get a bunch Brandon. of little uh, random, random, uh, hello, my name is. Well, I, yeah, yeah. And then just like name people. Oh, yeah. I'd wake up to that. I, I would love to name people. Are you kidding me? Like, that'd be amazing. Now, again, this is going back Somebody's to. Somebody's going to be Old Spice. They're just <laughs> hand down. <laughs> Someone's being old, old Bay Spice, or just Old Spice. <laughs> I'm just gonna come up with spice names like Coriander and just <laughs> Rosemary. Um, Lemon uh, Fia, I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, says I would show up at 7 a.m. to watch Spice World. You would have to pay me to leave. So there, there's a, there's the point. There are fans there out you. there for everything. Thank you. Thank you. I know, right? All of us. Sandworm Spice, right? Sandworm spice. That's somebody's. I'm sorry. It's gonna happen. No, I need actual spice names. Lemon spice. Lemon <laughs> pepper spice. Cinnamon and sugar spice. Uh, Sarah points out. I don't know who Mike F is, uh, but Old Base oh, Spice would be Mike F. Mike Faber. <laughs> He's one of our. Oh, okay. Freshmen. Yeah, I do know who he is. Yeah, no, that's the last name. He's great. He's um, great. But no, I mean, like, so we 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 have so much programming, and again. We're starting on Thursday with some virtual uh, panel releases. We are doing a Kate Bush panel. It is virtual. I heard you. We're doing it. We're also going to play her music at 
um, the sing-along. So we're excited about that. Um, so if you haven't Friday, heard Running Up That Hill yet, that was your first time no. to ever hear it. Yes, exactly. Just in case you Just in case it. you've sort of happened to miss it somehow. Right. But, you know, we have a ton of anniversaries this year. James Bond is 60. 60 years of James Bond movies. No, not possible. Um, this year. Although, I, yes. I, although in this case, I actually was not alive when the first one came out. So, I, oh yeah, we'd have to talk about yeah. what premium is. <laughs> yeah. that's the- yes, you know, the the beard hides a lot of stuff. <laughs> so, but we're doing a review of No Time to Die. Don't ask my opinion now. You're gonna wait for the the panel because I let me tell you this. A lot of people don't know this, but on on our staff, we have people who are strict fans of things like so. My assistant director is Robin the Hat. The reason why we call him Robin the Hat is because for some weird reason, a majority of our attending professionals' names are Rob. I, there's like seven yeah. of them. Well, we have we had they, one just on a second ago. We call Pop him Levy. Yeah. We don't call him Rob. We call him we call him Levy. Um we also have honorary Robs as well because honorary it's just, Robs. It's a funny little thing that just happened. So um Robin the Hat is one of the hat who's our assistant director he um, he uh, is a, the Doctor Who aficionado, and I am a fan of Doctor Who. Don't get me wrong, but it's not my pure joy mm-hmm. love of what makes me continue to come back and host and do the Brit Track every year. Um, you know, I'm a huge James Bond fan. I am very, very much so love like any literature that comes out as well from the UK, and then also the comedies. The comedies are what I'm here for. Um, you know, I started off with, for example, we're doing a panel on Are You Being Served? That's going to be virtual because that's got an anniversary of 50 years um, and going to come out on our YouTube channel. And um, but our No Time to Die review, I have I have opinions. I still haven't watched it yet. Should I bother? <laughs> I almost let me just say this. I almost walked out of the theater at one point. Oh, so, really? Yeah, and I've never done that in my entire life. So it and it, I sat around, I stuck through, I man through. There's a lot of it that I loved, but I was very upset. And you'll find out why um, on Thursday because we've never done programming on Thursday before, and um, this is our first year doing it. So we're gonna have a Thursday panel at eight thirty. So so you haven't done panels on Thursday before, but you decide to make a controversial one, the first one to start off. I got to get people in the room, John. I got people. <laughs> it is people Thursday. Yeah. Where we're at. Yeah. We're in Gallery of Five in the Hilton. Come visit <laughs> us. We'll argue. It'll be great. Um, so, but it's all fun. It's all fun. It's all love. It's all constructive criticism and comments and feedback for the people who make it. Um, <laughs> like they're listening. Um, but it's a, it's a lot of fun and we're really excited. We're going to have team trivia trivia also on Thursday at 10 PM um, for two and a half hours. It's pub trivia. Uh, it covers all the wonderful British stuff. The questions have been made easier that we heard or some feedback that I don't even know that they don't we can't mm. answer that. question. Like the coordinates to Gallifrey. I don't know that. If you know that. I have no, uh, I am, by the way, the the worst person to ask about Doctor Who. I am not That's a fair. fan. <laughs> That's fair. Um, That's it's around. Like I said, we have people that on our on our volunteer yeah. uh, group. But you know, it, I, I appreciate it. it. I just have never been able to get into it. I need you to. <laughs> <laughs> you need to make this happen. So, 
but we're, we're so excited and it's going to be a really great year. Um, we're, we're in the back of the same room causing trouble. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, you know, doing lots of different things. We have a lot of inside jokes, uh, that go on here and there. Um, for example, we make fun of the French track, which is not a track just so everybody knows it's not an actual track, but we do tease them. Um, we also, you know, have lots of robs. We make jokes about our robs and we just have a lot of fun and it's, it's going to be, um, a really powerful, fun year, full of joy, full of laughter, um, full of celebration. Yes, I know Heather Taskmaster, really excited. And, um, I think that if you, if you don't stop by for a laugh, uh, you will, you'll, you'll regret it for the rest of your life. Really? Really? I mean, I that's, mean, that's just the, that's just the facts. These are science people. It's, it's the facts. And it's, it really is like, we have stuff like general audience panels that are not specific to shows. Like uh, we have Brit TV, you should be watching where we recommend, you know, TV shows and make a list. And um, that's Friday, 10 AM. That's <laughs> one of our first panels that we do or crossing the pond and traveling to the United Kingdom. Like what mm. to do, what to see, how to go there. Like, that kind of stuff is um, right after that at 1130 on Friday in our room. So there's a little bit for everyone um, from anniversary celebrations to new content, to cross track programming, to game shows and sing alongs. So we cover it all. And uh, there was one other thing I did want to mention before we uh, wrap this up or play a game. It, it'll depend. Uh, I forgot to mention that to you. So I don't know if you have the time or not, but um uh, kid stuff. You do have some kid programming this year. Yes, kid programming. We we uh, try to throw it in every couple of years to see um, if we have some, you know, interest in it. So we've we've done with the kids track. Um, in the past, we've done panels like Doctor Who for Kids and had kids talking about Doctor Who, and that was really fun. But so this year, we decided we wanted to do like a crafting hour where like you just it's for kids at heart and and families and and kids as well to come out and. Um, felt nerdy, which is, uh, one of our performers that, um, they're, pu they're a puppetry group and they do a panel with us, um, that's separate from this. Um, they do their panel is, it is, uh, Sunday, eight 30. They do their too many doctors like puppet show. Um, it's really fun. And so we've kind of got them roped into doing a crafting hour of making your own paper puppets and then learning how to, how to puppet them and they're Dr. Who themed. So we're going to have, you know, little stations set up and you can make your own puppet and have fun with, have fun and, and make something silly and fun. So that's going to be the crafting hour is Sunday at 10 a.m. So after our, um, it's right after we're, we have our cartoon segment where we show British cartoons in the morning on Sunday. So you can watch cartoons and then hang out and make a puppet, make a puppet. Cool. Cool. Uh, so, um, we do like to play a game with our, with our guests. Uh, do you have, do you have okay. time? I'm sorry. We ran a little longer than normal. Do you have, do you have That's like 10, 10, 15 minutes? Okay. We have 65 hours. It's 65 hours. <laughs> so this time means nothing <laughs> to you. All of it. There's All right. like more. So yes. Absolutely. All right. So uh on, on a new tab or whatever, uh a device, if you can go to Jackbox TV and I'll type in the private chat the, the room number so you can get in there first before I open it up to everybody. Okay. 
Um, Jackbox.tv? Yeah, Jackbox.tv, yes. Okay. And here, I'll put in the private chat what the the room number is. I need to get it first. There you go. Okay, let me copy and paste that. And then um, for those that uh, don't know, we like to play on Jackbox.tv. Yeah. We'll play Quiplash. I did, I, I, I had loaded up a British specific one, uh, but then I p- played through it and realized that it was pretty much crap. So, <laughs> so I went back to uh, one that we've had fun with before, which is the MST3K Mega Monster episode. Um. And here, I'll add to stream. If you want to join us, the room code is O-A-O-B. O-A-O-B. Uh, well, well, they're doing that. Let's... Uh, sounds like a British yeah, word. Could like, be. Um, let's uh, let's talk in. Where can people contact you? And where can where where is your room again? I know we've said it several times, but... Mm-hmm. So we're located in Galleria 5 in the Hilton um, on site at uh, the convention and starting Thursday through Monday. So stop by and say hello. Um, and, you know, hopefully we'll see you for a panel or two. And uh, as far as online, you can find us, our website. Uh, we are our subpage on the DragonCon May page. Um, so dragoncon.org slash British is our web website. But our most active group is our Facebook group. So if you search in Facebook, the Brit track um, at Dragon Con. You can find us there as well as on Twitter at Brit track or on um, Instagram at DC Brick track. So and if we also have a discord channel, which I don't know what it is, but we're in there. It's somewhere <laughs> in there. Um, there. In the sub pages of the, of the Dragon Con discord, we have our own little room. So we'll be on there too. For round one, points are right. awarded based on the go. percentage of people who went. You can for hear that, answer. right? So make them count. Yes. Okay. This makes me nervous. So we're in round one. Everyone uh, that's in the game uh, can vote on their or put their answers in on their device. I'll mute this again. Um and uh, uh, do that. So well, well, that's going on. Let me see if we have any other comments. First of all. Uh, feel free, by the way, to ask questions or comments while we're waiting here. Oh, I did. Okay, so so there's been a little bit of of uh, stuff going on here. Um, earlier, Rob suggested that there should be a French track. Jerry suggests that a French track would be great. They could have panels on Brotherhood of the Wolf and um, I don't know something cheese foods. And we would invade them constantly. It would just yeah. be a problem. <laughs> just yes, put them next door. And, and by the way. They would just, you know, all it's it's a horrible, horrible stereotype. It's just a bunch of people napping um, or not doing anything in the French track. <laughs> French track. They randomly they randomly just stop a panel in the middle and uh, decide that they're going on strike. That's how the that's how the French panels go. Uh, any my my apologies to all of our French fans in the audience. I know. All three of you. I feel it's so one of the year last year we actually the staff the volunteers I keep calling staff we used to call staff were volunteers right volunteers showed up and invaded our room as the French track. Heather says they would taunt us. <laughs> That's a Monty Python reference for those that don't it's know. A Monty Python okay, we're ready to go to the game part. 
I, my answers are terrible. They're That's really right. bad. They're not funny. Let's get the party all. started. I, I mean, with... I think they're funny, but I'm also very. The real benefit of having a giant caveman in your six in your, your 60s surf rock band is he is quiet and carries a big stick or best percussion section ever. The real benefit of having a giant caveman in your 60s surf rock band is he is quiet and carries a big stick or the best percussion section ever. Let's see. Oh, best percussion best. session ever wins. Uh, the audience goes to it carries a big stick. Uh, Sean had the correct answer. Awesome time. Now it gets real. The it's king. The king of monsters is getting up in age, so the next movie will be called Godzilla Blank. So very very tired or Revenge of the Knee Pain. I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> because there's been an ongoing joke against me about how I'm always tired because in Doctor Who they talk about the Prime Minister being tired and so they they made a shirt, John, with my picture on it, like the Obama Hope poster that says tired underneath it. <laughs> and by the way, Chris it's a had it with Without so ado. one that one that was so very, very tired. Oh, um, you're welcome, Chris. <laughs> What okay, everybody pick your favorite quip? What's something that gets less scary when it gets bigger? I'm glad you're all PG. I, dolls or killer rabbits? Small <laughs> Inter- dolls are terrifying. Uh, so what's scary when it? What, what's something that gets less scary when it gets bigger? Dolls or killer rabbits? Uh, Killer Rabbits wins. Thanks a lot, people. Brandon. Car- Caro had uh, dolls. I had dolls. Totally <laughs> not funny. All right, choose your favorite. <laughs> the one-liner Joe Don Baker's Mitchell should have definitely said when confronting a kaiju. Godzilla is scarier than you. Or, go, Joe, go! <laughs> the one-liner Joe Don Baker's Mitchell should have would have definitely say would sorry would definitely say when confronting a kaiju godzilla is scarier than you or go joe go go joe go is really funny um go joe go wins we go game okay them is about giant ants but wow. what is those about? There's only one answer, and it was anteaters. I won! And now... That was the worst answer to that question, but <laughs> that I won. Hey, we're, we are getting into British, at least. The British invasion gave us the Beatles. What band was inspired by the giant spider invasion? Boris the Spider or Ziggy Stardust? <laughs> oh, come on. The British invasion gave us the Beatles. What band was inspired by the giant spider invasion? Boris the Spider or Ziggy Stardust? I mean, they're from Mars. So. Yeah, there you go. If it's, if it's not Ziggy Stardust, it's going to be. There we yeah, go! Ziggy Stardust. All right, 63%. Brandon. Good answer, dude. All right, check this out. Hats off to you, sir. Uh, what business <laughs> what business actually benefits from a kaiju time. attack? Demolition and excavations are us or monster relief insurance? 
<laughs> what business oh, actually deserves a trophy? Um, what what business actually benefits from kaiju attack from a kaiju attack? Demolition and ex- excavations are us or monster relief insurance? Really? Uh, no insurance? Well, technically, monster Yay! relief insurance won with the audience vote. And here we Yay! Are. That's exciting. <laughs> what? Oh wow! Here's the fun part. <coughs> Pick your favorite whip. What, what was, was plan? Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. Go ahead. What was plan ten from outer space? Vote for your favorite space foot fungus. Seek out aliens to kill. So, what was plan ten from outer space? Space foot fungus, or seek out aliens to kill? Let's see, where do we go? Uh, Spacefoot Fungus wins! That was Jerry. Jerry C. All right, let's see what the scores are. Round one is but a memory. Let's see those scores. I'm going to be at the end. Uh, You're not. Uh, Brandon wins. Well, he's in the lead. Now you're going to get another prompt. Coming after you, Brandon. The points are doubled. So the points get doubled here in this round. Uh, well, well, the everyone's putting in their new prompts on their devices. I'll mention that uh, Jerry believes that Night of the Lepus, Lepus, not scary at all, which I believe is French for wolf. Is that correct? My, I think so. Yeah. I, I know Google's my friend. Uh, Lepus. Oh, it, it, no, it's a, is it, it's, it's a rabbit. Yeah. Oh yeah. It does. It's a rabbit. Night of the rabbit. <laughs> okay. I'm dumb. Again, you know, uh, publicly educated in Florida. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's horrible to say. Cause all the teachers are fantastic, but you know, still Florida anyway. Um, Let's see. Oh, and uh, Jerry also complained about knee pain. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Uh, earlier, uh, it's a throwback to something earlier we talked about, which was the um, old age Godzilla. Godzilla versus the knee pain. Uh, also, you can get a hold of us by emailing us at 50 days at the unique geek.com. That's 50DAYS at the unique geek.com. Or you can call our comment line, which is 813-3210-TUG, 813-3210-884. And looks like we're ready to go back into the game. How about we start with... When you sell... When you sell your soul to a devil fish, it gives you blank in return. A fisherman's hook in the throat... Or bad sardines. When you sell your soul to devilfish, to a devilfish, it gives you blank in return. A fisherman's hook, in, hook, hook, in the throat, or bad sardines. Let's see. Uh, looks like bad sardines wins it with sixty-three percent. That's Jerry again. Nice. Okay, what's next? When stomping monsters got <laughs> those stomping monsters got one thing right when they squashed blank the shamwell guy or the Kremlin. Oh wow! Those sm- stomping monsters got one thing right when they squashed blank the shamwell guy 
or the Kremlin. <clears throat> Do you own a ShamWow? Just out of curiosity. No. Well, no, I don't know. I might own something similar, but not an actual ShamWow. Because all it is is a microfiber. Clock. Right, exactly, yeah. Next we have... I think it has coding on it, but still the same thing. Who knows? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. No one knows. All right, vote for the one you like best. Humans named the creature Gor Gorgo, but back at home, its mother calls it Tiny or Mama G. Humans named the creature Gorgo, but back at home... Its mother calls it Tiny or Mama G. Um, oh, okay. So Jerry's... Well, I'll save that for when, when we're not in the middle of this. There's clarification on Night of Lepus. Lepus. Yes! Tiny wins! Tiny wins! It's Caro! 78%. Audience favorite, too. 78. Nice. Next. <laughs> I don't know if that's a pity vote or... <laughs> Kidding. They don't know who it's from. Decisions, decisions. I know, right? Why don't, why don't kaijus ever attack Canada? They're afraid of the Canadian friendliness or feet get stuck in maple syrup. I believe that was the answer from the previous one as well. The previous time I played this. For They're, what other question? <laughs> uh, well, this this one this question came up before. Okay. We, we had to, remember I I actually put out a British one for you, but. But it was terrible, so I I had to default back to one we've done before. Let's keep it going. Forget oh, which who won that last one? Okay, I missed it. Anyway, I was paying attention. Forget Mothra. I'm afraid of Gothra because he wears black skyline uh, eyeliner. I think that was supposed to be eyeliner, eyeliner. and oh, that eyeliner. is scary. Or maybe guyliner. I don't know. He it wears guy. It's guyliner. Oh, is it okay? He wears black guy line. Oh, okay. Now I know. And and that that is scary. Too much eyeliner and safety pins. That's why they're afraid. So much eyeliner. Uh, it looks like it's a split right down the middle. There you go. It was a good one. Guy liner versus safety pins. Yeah. If MST3K's Crow T robot made his own giant monster film. He would call it blank. Attempted murder. This film I made. <laughs> this film I. This is a film I made. Deal with it. <laughs> if MST3K, MST3K's Crow T robot made his own giant monster film, he would call it attempted murder. Or this is the film I made. Deal with it. This is the film I made. Deal with it. Why? Nice. Good job, Jerry. Next one up. What is the name of the okay, of the Navy unit in charge of dealing clip. with sea beasts? Sea beast or beast sea force or Ursula's Kraken? What's the name of the Navy unit in charge of dealing with sea beasts? Beast sea force or Ursula's Kraken? Oh, I missed my vote. Shoot. Uh, that one. Ursula. I should have said CB Sports. Next on or the docket. Something better. Couldn't think of anything. That's right. Uh, only monsters? And now pick your favorite. Why can't we ever wake a giant prehistoric blank? Gerbil or fat guy? Why? Only monsters? Why can't we ever wake a giant blank? A prehistoric blank? Gerbil or fat guy? 
I don't know how I feel about it. They both sound terrible. Uh, yeah, I know, right? How about we don't? How about we stop waking up monsters? Neither. Yeah. How about we don't play with uh? Brandon, he's <laughs> so good. Uh, Brandon wins with gerbil. Brandon, I think won. All right, he's let's go to right, round two. One more round where you've got to answer three well, questions. Another? Yeah, this final round Jeez. coming up. I am not that funny. Okay, here we go. Brandon, I'm at the bottom yet. Brandon no, is not. still in the lead. Brandon, Brandon we need to, to meet. We're points like honey. I'll be sending each of you a prompt that needs three separate responses. Remember, oh, big points mean big pressure. It's off, it's off, it's off. It's off. Pump pressure. All right, uh, back on the computer while everyone fills out their, their device there. Um, Night of the Lepus is a painfully bad horror movie. The German poster was scary. The giant robots in the film, not so much, says Jerry. Okay, so that's what that was. Um, actually, I got to look at, uh, well, we're doing that. I can look this up. Uh, Night of the Lepus, right? Night of the Lepus. Uh, trailer. Man, I'll actually turn off the uh, volume. Let's uh, see if I can share. Oh, I can't because I'm doing this other share. Uh, I don't want to go away from that because I'll just screw everything up. Uh, but yeah, Night of the Lepus is, is by the way now on Blu-ray. In case you, uh, in case you're desperate to get it. Um, let's see what else do we got. Anything else new in the comments? Nope. Nobody. Anything else in the? Oh. Um, you can find the discord link for Brit track by going to dragon con. All the official social links are there. According to Zan. Um, I didn't go there, so I can't confirm that, but, uh, I, I don't, you know what? I don't really like going to DragonCon.org. I'll tell you why. Why? Cause it has the number of days left till dragon con in front of it. Cause <laughs> you afraid. don't want to know. I, I don't know. want to know. I know I that I have. Know. I have like four uh, podcasts that need to be put out in the stream. So um, I got to count down all the stuff and everything. Else. Oh, okay. Oh, shoot. Uh, we're back. Okay. What three positive attributes does the amazing colossal man have on his dating profile? Oh, boy. I'm afraid to look at the answers. Okay. I like long walks on the beach. Yes, the rumor is true. Or huge cuddly arms can mow my own chest can sleep. He can sleep on me. What three positive attributes does the amazing colossal man have on his dating profile? It was like, yeah, I can mow his chest. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, uh, let's see. Yeah, I would have voted huge cuddly arms and mowing one over. I like long walks on the beach, which is hilarious. By the way, I get Video it. Game. Good job, Gabe. Uh, the three things uh, the alien fish Zigra truly fears. Radioactive fish hook, not getting the fil- <laughs> filter changed, or the Dead Sea. Or Old Bay old Spice, his own eyes, or SpongeBob. The three things the alien fish Zigra truly fears. Old Bay Spice, his own eyes, and SpongeBob. Or radioactive fish hook, not getting the filter changed, and the Dead Sea. Uh, looks like oh, Dead Sea wins. On. Over what? Car- Old Bay Spice. 
That was funny. It was a callback too. I know. What three things would make you com- would you combine to make the ultimate giant monster? What three things would you combine to make the ultimate giant monster? A lizard, a giant robot, an IRS agent, or the heads of Cerebus, giant claws, Squidward's tentacles. Another SpongeBob reference. Unintentional. Uh, what three things would you combine to make the ultimate giant monster? Lizard, giant robot, and an IRS agent, or the heads of Cerebus, giant claws, and Squidward's tentacles. Let's see. 50-50. Before deciding on atomic breath, what was uh, what are three powers they thought of giving like Godzilla? Bad interior design, decorating skills, best cookie making magic, or ice skating prowess and ice skating prowess, or atomic wedgie, jazz hands, and glitter SP. What is SP? I probably spit. I don't know. Glitter spit was is Lee back here? Because that was something she put in earlier. Um, and, and a, in the previous show, uh, mad interior decorating skills, best cookie making magic, or ice skating prowess, or atomic wedgie, jazz hands, and or glitter spit with thing. And it's a 50 50 split again. Dang, y'all are split audience. Oh, to do now, but see those final scores. Glitter sparkle beam was the was what they were Brandon was saying. All right, uh, Brandon wins. Gabe comes. Yeah, just see- my money was on Brandon. There you go, Brandon. <laughs> there you go, Brandon. Good job. All right. One more time. Let everyone know where you're physically located at DragonCon and how to get a hold of you virtually. So um, we are located in the Hilton um, Host Hotel in um, Galleria 5. And um, as far as our track room is concerned during the show, you can um, find me online on the various different platforms. Uh, as far as the Brit Track is concerned, and um, we're on Facebook, uh, the Brit Track at DragonCon, uh, Twitter uh, at Brit Track, Instagram at DC Brit Track, as well as um, please do not message me on Facebook. I do not respond. I'm <laughs> I'm better by email. I'm an email human, so you can email me Brit Track at DragonCon dot org um, is the best way to reach out if you have questions about any of the program that we've covered. We'll be releasing um, a bunch of flyers and a ton of information through our Facebook group. It's where most of our exclusive content gets released first. So join. We have like 3,800 members. You should uh, add to that. I want to break 4,000. So 38. Wow. That's that's pretty big. Yeah. yeah. We're a pretty large uh, little little track, track group. Yeah. So uh, we hope to see you soon. So thank you so much for having me. Uh, thank you for thank you for joining us, Kara. And I know that's a very busy part of the year. Uh, please don't ask for when the schedule is going to come out. It'll come out when it comes out. And by the way, even when it comes out, it's really not even out yet. It'll True. it'll change again. Um, <laughs> some great quip lashes from everyone. Thought for sure someone would come uh, come from behind at the end, like Lee. That's funny. I, I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, I'll leave that there and let that hang there. So until next time, for Caro and the uh, vacationing Lee, this is John saying peace and looking for the outro music because that's what I usually do. Well, well, while, while we're talking, Lee's doing something else. Yes, Lee's doing. Come stuff. visit, say hi, and we would love to see you. And bye, bye everybody. 
This was a production of the Unique Geek. Call our comment line at 8133210TUG. That's 8133210884. Email us at thegeeks at theuniquegeek.com or 50days at theuniquegeek.com. Follow the Unique Geek on Facebook and Twitter. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non Commercial Share Alike license.